All right. I wanted to do one, um, a video about inspections. Um, and this actually shouldn't involve you too much as the client, as the customer, as the homeowner, the one who's doing the actual remodel work on their house. I would suggest that you be there for a few of them, especially the first one. Um, and especially if the... I can't say how every city is going to operate, but often I would see the same inspector, right? If I would go work in a certain city and I'd say, I'd see Bob, Bob would always be my inspector at that city, in that city. Um, and so you get, the builder gets to build a rapport, uh, develop a rapport with the inspectors in their cities that they operate typically. So to guide you as the homeowner, I'm not talking to the builder here, I'm talking to you as the homeowner. Keep your eyes open at that first inspection. Keep your eyes open and your ears open as to what is what is being said, how how it's being received, and what the what the uh, temperament is between the builder and the inspector. I have seen some of my best friends were great builders and contractors, but they didn't get along with inspectors too well. So there's always this contentious. Uh, not battle, but uh, that's your opinion, that's my opinion type of atmosphere on a lot of their projects. And it was, it was sad to see because when you think about it, the inspector there that's come from the city or the county or whoever's doing the health and safety inspections for your build, their job is to protect you, you the homeowner, not the builder. It's to protect you, to make sure that the person that you hired, he or she is building it in a way that will cause you no harm in the future. You know, where the where the wiring was the wiring done correctly? Is is the drainage gonna work the way it was plumbed? Are the walls and floors level and plumb and straight and true and all that stuff? So you don't wanna be the you don't wanna suck up to inspector ever. Don't don't ever try that. That's just bad karma. That's just gonna haunt you. Just be respectful of their job. What they do, stay out of their way, give them access when they need it, um, let them do their thing. And you're going to have, and I can talk about that from personal, talk about this from personal experience, you're going to have that inspector that just is always in a bad mood. It's like they got into a job that they don't like, or they don't like being there, and all they're doing is looking for stuff. So I'll tell you a little trick that some contractors would do, or all right, that I did. I would always leave something for the inspector to find, to correct. Because I wanted him, kind of like training a, a pet, right, or a dog. I was like, I always like to train my dogs with rewards rather than some other means, right? Um, it's like, you do a good job, here's your treat. I kind of like carry that over to my psychology of dealing with people, whether it's the customer or the inspector or the city administrator or the guy across the desk at the playing department, whatever it is. I'm looking for a way to use my psychology know-how or whatever you want to call it, to interact with that person to get to where I want to go. I have a, a, a mission, right? Um, but if, So if I can get that inspector to look all around and he's checking all the foundation bolts and he's measuring everything and everything looks cool and I, I put one thing out of whack or I move a bolt too much to one way and he calls me and, ah, oh, shoot, good call, Bob. I forgot that one. And then he just kind of like, okay, here you go. See you later. 
because it's it's that because they need to find something, right? Have you ever seen them train avalanche dogs? If you don't give them something to find, they kind of lose the interest of helping or, or doing that task. So those trainers will occasionally, you know, go bury themselves so that dog has something to find, and then they get rewarded. But it, it just stimulates that got to do it some more, got to get better at it, got to do it, you know, whatever that is going on in their brain, it works. And I think it works too with inspectors. Uh, and not to have any disrespect for them at all because, you know, probably my older years, I'm, I'm going to be one at some point just because I kind of know what to look for. And it's not to get back at the industry in any way. It's just to carry on that knowledge and to protect others. But I'm just telling you as the homeowner, the remodeler, understand that the inspection process is between the builder and the municipality. You're out of that loop theoretically. You can be there, and but you sh- you should theoretically be a fly on the wall. In my opinion, this is all my opinion. Um, even though it's your project, you might side with the inspector, or you might side with uh, you know saying, "Hey, he, you know, whatever the contractor is right." So, but that's not your call. You're not. Well, you could be, but typically you're not a building expert. You're not a code official, et cetera, et cetera. So. You, you either have to trust the builder and the, the inspector to work out any issues. Hopefully there's few or, or none. Um, but when things arise, be careful how and if you select or choose sides. Because at some point, the city can shut you down. They can just red flag the whole project. And then you're screwed because now you can't do any movement. And if you do, it's against the law. And now you're breaking the law, not just code. So I would... I would do all you could as the homeowner, the remodeler, to make sure that that never happens, that scenario. So, But the other thing I was going to suggest is when you're, when you're first observing those inspections between the inspector and your contractor or the foreman or whoever's on the job site, and that the, the same flavor of attitude should be shared between the owner of the company and the foreman, right? Maybe the owner's a really nice, sweet lady, and she runs a really tight ship, and it's a really great operation – but her foreman's a jerk, and he always is uh, has contentious arguments with inspectors. That's not a good pairing. So you were kind of uh, uh, enamored by her, her and her company, right? And so that's who you signed with. But you got to kind of like, all right, who's working for you? What is their attitude like? What is their? Do they understand my my goals and objectives, etc.? So uh, that's why it's important to look at that first. Uh, inspection interaction because you might have been used to that dialogue with the person that you signed the contract with but the person that's there representing the company interacting with the inspector might be a different person with a whole another set of likes dislikes priorities beliefs go you know whatever that list is right you're not there to be the moderator but you just want to be observant of that and if there's issues um I would suggest you bring it up to the contractor, the person that you made the initial relationship. If you say that, hey, man, your guy out here is just, all he wants to do is fight with inspectors and he's really hurting the project, that that needs to be said right away. Don't don't let that fester. Don't put that aside and say, oh, I'm going to save that one for later. Have that discussion because especially if it's a, a, a multi-inspection process, which most uh, large-scale remodels are, right? So you have... You know, the rough inspections that include different trades, and then you have closing inspections, and then you have whatever. There might be a variety of visits 
to your job site from an inspector, and it could be one inspector, it could be four different inspectors, it could be additional inspectors too. There's some states have special inspectors, uh, talking about energy rating and stuff like that, and I'll talk about that in a different video series, but for your project without any above code programs, you will be inspected uh, if you're doing anything large scale. So uh, I would not treat it as uh, an, an impedance on your project. It's something that's going to impair your movement, something that's going to slow down anything. Good inspections and good contractors know that you know they're ready. They might be out there twisting wires and rebar and, and shaking up forms and squaring stuff up right before the inspector hits the driveway, but they're typically ready. And good contractors know when to call, when to schedule, so that as soon as that inspector leaves, the concrete truck is pulling up the driveway. That's good alignment, right? That's, that's the contractor who knows his trade, his or her trade, what is going to be required of them at the inspection. Their relationship with the inspector is good and fair, and it's like there's good dialogue there. In, out, sign your tag, and, and off they go to the next project. And then your that sub is already lined up their subcontractor, right? They might have a concrete truck coming or a shipment of bricks or whatever it is tied to the uh, success of that inspection. But their confidence is like, whoop, it, the truck's already there. I mean, it's right around the corner. The inspector's still on the site, signs a tag. Right? That, that's the kind of guys that I like to work with. They, they're so good at their trade. I'll pay them extra every time because there's no hiccups in the inspections. There's no qualms about did they do it right. There's no argument with the city officials. I can stay on schedule and on budget. If I have a fear every time the inspector shows up, that's a problem. And that was going to be my other tip to you as the homeowners. If, if you're working with a new contractor, maybe they have some good experience, maybe they don't. Maybe they're the, the new guy or gal that's trying to get into the business, right? and this is their first big inspection, uh, you're going to see them pace. You're going to see them get nervous, right? That's just typical. That's like stage fright, right? I was doing it, you know, 20 years into the business, still like, oh, God, he's going to be here any minute. And like you're, you're kind of like, you're nervous, right? Even though we, we knew it was perfect and there's going to be no issue. But I'm just letting you know that uh, don't worry about that too much, that they're nervous, because everybody has that kind of butterfly sometimes. Um, so that's to be expected. I didn't, I didn't want you to be alarmed by, oh man, every time I see him out there on his cell phone, he's just pacing up and down waiting for this. That's okay. He's on top of it. He or she is doing their job, right? That's let them own that. They got to get through that and, and just be okay with that. And like I said, it, you never kind of get over that. Um, but it's okay. Um, having said all that, let's say something happens during inspection and, the, and you get a violation or it's not to code or if it's the first inspection and you see a lot of things that the inspector calls out, you might have made the wrong choice. And I, I know it might be too late in the game because now you're kind of, you know, the site's been clear, the, you know, the form's been poor, you know, the form's been built, ready for concrete, just about to pour, but they missed all kinds of stuff, right? That could be the subcontractor that made the mistake, not necessarily the general, but the general is ultimately responsible for everything underneath them, right? Every trade, every material, the schedule, the budget, everything. 
So when you hand that basket of responsibility to them, they have to own whatever issues handle or have arise, you know, whatever on site or from a sub or can't get materials or, you know, the truck crash on the freeway, whatever it is, that's their problem. And they have to know how to deal with that. So if you see at that first or second inspection that, man, he cited you on, here's the list, man. It's like 20 things on here. That to me is a red flag. That to me is like, okay, we need to sit down again or I need to bring in a, you know, I was often called to be a, uh, the liaison between the owner and the contractor. Just, I forget what they call it, an owner's representative. And it was not to uh, be confrontational to the contractor, but just to be another set of eyes and ears or look at documents, videos and photographs and say, ah, they, they're kind of screwing up here. Maybe we need to have a talk. Because um, every builder is learning, right? They're all learning how to be better. And they're all going to get better um, through constructive criticism and guidance and tutoring and mentoring, et cetera, et cetera. But all I'm saying is if you're seeing a lot of mistakes being caught by the inspector, the building inspector, and remember, that's a C-level, that's a right? That bar of building code is very minimal. So if they're not doing good there, how are they going to do good up here, right? At that at that upper upper level of what I would call build a better building. That's kind of my motto: is better builders build better buildings. Straight, straight across. There's no question about that. So when you can't or refuse to or ignore how to do a good job building, then you you don't deserve the business. You don't deserve to be there, and you deserve as the as the homeowner to say. Uh, time out. I'm calling it. Uh, this has happened twice now. You've been dinged at this inspection and again in this inspection. You know, whatever that is, just stop the project. Uh, I'm not a lawyer, but you need to probably get some help and guidance there. But uh, don't let it continue because all it's going to do is get worse, right? The, the, the issues compound. Because as you build, you cover stuff up and things get enclosed and the mistakes get covered and it becomes an issue later. Um, maybe not for you, but for the next homeowner perhaps or occupant. So I just wanted to bring that up about inspections that you need to be aware, listen in, you know, even if it's just kind of watching through the window, watch the body language of both parties, right, of the inspector and the contractor or the tradesperson, whoever that might be, if it's relaxed and comfortable, you know it's going to go well, right? There's, there's, there's positivity there. If they're both kind of like, you know, arms crossed and scowling or yelling or shouting or pointing, that's not a good sign, but it's not a sign for you to either go out there and try to be the referee. Uh, you're a spectator in the sport called inspection, so know that, but you're obviously affected by the outcome. So be careful what you're seeing in the first couple of inspections. Uh, lots of things that pop up by the inspector or caught by the inspector, they're red flag. Uh, and you should probably have another discussion. Uh, if you see personality change from upper management of a company that you dealt with initially to the field crew, that too, I know it doesn't quite fit into the inspection category, but you need to make sure that there's uh, synchronicity is what I would call it between the guy or the gal that owns that company, their philosophy, their goals, and is that is that trickling down or, or washing down on those below them, right? 
uh, because I've seen companies try to like build green or be super efficient or increase the air, indoor air quality, et cetera. But that was just one boy saying that. But then when the crew shows up, they're like, oh, yeah, we don't believe any of that stuff. Where, where should we park our truck? You know, that's what's so sad to see and feel and hear is like, whoa, whoa, you didn't even talk to your crews about maintaining the philosophy of the company, which was, it was sad. But anyway, make sure you, you kind of get, you get to know everybody. Uh, there shouldn't be too much discussion about inspections between you and the contractor because they're taking that all on themselves. That's kind of their role, right? They're, they're steering that ship. Uh, but hopefully they all go well and they go smoothly. Uh, things pile up, you know, st stop the boat, get off the boat. You got you to break that deal or you got to get out of it somehow. All right. I hope that was helpful. Thanks to everybody. We'll see you on the next module. Take care.